Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into the show, fun fact, this podcast was born out of a newsletter that we started way back in 2012. People really seem to like it, and we think you will too. It's a quick hit list of 10 things we've discovered recently that we love. Everything from recipes to beauty products to books to tools to truly anything that excites us. We send it every Monday. We do take some holidays off, and it's free. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com. Here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. Share your thoughts on this episode or anything really. Leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And join our Geneva. You know, so many people have been at like crowdsourcing intel on our Instagram thingies. And I love our Instagram thingies, but it's really not the best place for crowdsourcing stuff other than thingies because then we have to repost it. It's a whole thing. People ask for links. We're like, I'm not your go-between here. Join our Geneva. Ask there. That's the place. That's the place to ask for a link. I think that's, you know, I think that's really good guidance, Claire. I think that's really good guidance. (laughs) Speaking of guidance and advice, for this thingies episode, we are partnering with Framebridge, a company that we have known and loved for a good long while. And used. Thank you, Claire. And used for a good long while. Not just the president. Um, I'm also a customer. What was that line? Remember? <laughs> if Framebridge is new to you, just for some context, Framebridge has innovated the traditional and expensive and very time-consuming framing process by replacing it with an experience complete with transparent pricing, curated frame selections, direct digital uploads, and free shipping, as well as the ability to frame pretty much anything with dimension. So like fabric, books, keys, baby shoes, like a watch, anything, the whole thing. A, right, your like your grandfather's pocket watch that's broken that you're never going to actually use, but you want to have and display somewhere in your home. And if you are in NYC, we are hosting an event with Framebridge at their Park Slope storefront this Saturday, February third, from eleven a.m. to one p.m. We'll help you pick out your frames. You can see what we got framed ourselves. We're going to bring on in the second half of the episode their founder Susan Tynan, who is a legend. Like everybody I've ever heard who works with her is just loves her. She co- she founded the company in 2014, so 10-year anniversary happening now. But first, we need to talk framing ourselves because this is actually a question that we get a lot about framing, about family photo shoots, about art. It comes up constantly whenever we solicit topics. So this this partnership with Framebridge was actually the nudge we needed to to actually do it. To do like a framing therapy session, if mm-hmm. you will, I think is what, because there are psychological burdens, there are, there are neuroses that come into play, there is all of it. I want to start 
a step, like one step removed from framing. If yeah, let's topic, zoom out for a second. Let's yeah. zoom out. <laughs> because it's all related. And this does feel a little bit of a, like a little bit of a therapy session. We get a lot of questions about family photo shoots. This is obviously also related to our previous discussion about holiday cards and these mm-hmm, things mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think for some people feel like important traditions, but have a sort of like anachronistic flavor to them. And people are like, are we doing this, these things? How can we not do these things? How can we do well, them and make them like feel the, contemporary? Do I want cool? to slash do I have to? Mm-hmm. Both questions are being asked. Yeah. So here's the thing. Sure. Do it. Also, like, I think something about family photo shoots that you might just have to accept is that they might always feel a little bit cheesy in the moment. They're not for this moment. They're for 10, 15, 20, 50 years from now. So first accept that. If you don't want to all wear white tops and denim on a beach with a professional photographer, which is fine if that's what you want to do. It's a classic style of family photo shoot for a reason. Classic. You might consider some alternative approaches. Okay. Yes. Yes. We came up with some some ideas. Yeah. I'm actually really proud of us for having some thoughts. Yeah. One a Polaroid or a Polaroid camera or Fuji Instax, right? Or or just film in general. Like, and you don't necessarily, you don't need a professional to do that. You know what I love? I love the idea of everyone in the family taking some of the photos. Yes. And like the small child who can barely hold this camera, who's going to take a like incredibly shitty but memorable photo. Or sometimes that child actually ends up taking the best shot, like yes. purely by chance. And that feels really special. We gave Cam a Fuji Instax for his birthday this year, and it has been such a hit. And all, every single photo, even the bad ones, are charming. And that's also, the thing. that's the thing. It's a flattering filter. It is like the Instagram filter that's flattering. It's what comes naturally to these instant cameras. It's what Instagram was mimicking with the filters. Yes. Another thing that is very fun and can also be used in a holiday card, commission an illustration. Like find You and favorite- I commissioned an illustration for, for this very podcast because we <laughs> didn't want to have our picture taken. That was our family and photo it was- shoot. It was a stroke of genius. Julie Hoots did it for us. And like, I feel incredible about it, but you also don't have to be using it as a logo. uh, That's right. An illustration. I also love Olivia de Ricotte, Mm -hmm. who does some illustrations for The New Yorker. And when you see it, I feel like you'll recognize her vibe. She does Mm -hmm. very, very charming and like cartoonish family illustrations, also pet illustrations, which are charged at different rates, which I think is appropriate. (laughs) Another option that, to be fair, is not visually representative of your faces, but is visually representative of you and your family is framing objects, which I got to say, in our conversations with FrameBridge, it has been wildly inspiring to hear what type of stuff people are framing and stuff I just hadn't thought about. This has been the thing that has like really opened my eyes. So we, mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm getting framed from Framebridge is this mandolin of Thomas's grandmother's, this like beautiful old mandolin. And it's like the one of his like favorite memories of being in her house in the Czech Republic and in her kitchen was like this thing. And it's not something we've tried to use it at some point. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's like past the point of of being usable, but it's like very sculptural and, mm-hmm. you know, has like a specific silhouette. And we were going through mementos and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we should frame this and hang it in the kitchen. Like, that's a cool thing that's to have. That's so cool. Yeah. My my version of that is my dad has worn the same Casio watch my entire life. And as a family, we have gone through the journey of like Sears stopped selling it. And then there stopped being a Sears in the mall. And then who was going to and why didn't, you know, the battery and this and that and a whole thing. And one day he was out in the garden because he's a very avid gardener and he found in 
I think like in the compost pile, like a half uh, disintegrated one of these watches because he's gone through so many in his lifetime. And it felt like the perfect portrait of him. I was like, this watch that you've worn forever that that you lost in the garden garden and has decomposed as much as a piece of plastic and metal can decompose. I love this. A true portrait. Yeah. That is like a more meaningful portrait than a photo was going to capture. For, For sure. You can frame baby clothes. You can frame multiple things together. So you can frame you know, a souvenir from a vacation along with a picture of a vacation along with a receipt or a ticket or whatever. Yes. A boarding pass. What I also love is a little bit of like a family time capsule vibe Mm. of everybody in the family picks out something that was important to them that year. Maybe somebody puts in a ticket stub. Maybe somebody puts in like a a note that they wrote. Like maybe somebody puts in a bouncy ball that they found at the playground and those all get framed together. A time capsule is genius. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, moving on to framing in general. Please. People just have so many hangups about it. And then I feel like it becomes the thing where they've got all of this stored, rolled up artwork in their closet because they just can't deal with it and it never gets hung up. So I, it's like people don't trust their own taste in frames. People don't know what a mat is or what type of mat options there are. You really don't or know how much like it's going to cost. Or there are just like too many options. Yes. There are just like so, so many options. And they're like, do you want the three quarter inch white oak frame or the half inch white oak frame? And you're like, how could I possibly know? I just, people get crippled with anxiety. It was, <laughs> we were talking to one of our pals at Framebridge and she was like, it's just a tall order for a vacation photo. It's up there with getting your teeth cleaned. You know what parallel I decided to draw mm. yesterday, Claire, was that mm. it's like setting up your 401k at work where mm. people get so daunted by picking out the mutual funds yes. and deciding like on these things that like ultimately are not the the most important piece of it. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, the point is to set the Just thing Just to up. do it. The, yeah. The point is to do the thing. And it's mm-hmm. like delaying the thing that's like, yeah, is going to be, is going to hurt. That's going to so like it's, suck. For many people, framing is like setting up your 401k. It's like going to the dentist. It's, you know. <laughs> but you it doesn't ask, have to be. That's the idea. It doesn't have to be. This is part of why, and we'll let her talk about it a little bit. But I do think that this is, this is why Framebridge exists. And this is why Susan Tynan started it. Because it's, so crippling. You're always shocked by the price. The price always feels like as much, if not more than the value of the thing you're framing. There's also the like, who is hanging it and where am I hanging it? And that trauma. And like, are you doing a gallery wall? And how exactly does one do a gallery wall? We were talking to Courtney, who helps with our ad sales for our newsletter when we're talking about gallery walls. And she was like, that was one of the hardest days of my marriage. And I just think that, yeah, that is exactly what hanging gallery wall traditionally is. But again, doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. Okay. Framebridge has the most genius approach to the gallery wall, which is one, you can design it online and they help you design it online and they have a sort of template for you to work with. But then when you buy it from them, it comes with this sheet of paper that uh, maps it out for you. You hang the sheet of paper on your wall and then you just poke the nails through the sheet of paper. Then you my take mind the sheet is- of paper down and hang the art up. I mean, it, it, it really feels like one of those things you're like, why are we doing it differently for so long? 100%. It is so smart and clever. They also have, if you don't want to work with one of their templates, they have specialists who can hold your hand through it all. As an idea, as like a gift all of a sudden mm. in a way that like definitely was not, didn't didn't like strike a chord with me before. Like it's a great wedding gift. It's a great like college graduation, first apartment gift, like all of these things. It feels so grown up and sophisticated 
And like giving it like this is a way to not make hanging the gallery wall one of the worst days of your marriage. <laughs> what a good gift. <laughs> what a good I, gift. What a good gift. Okay. I think the one piece of intel or advice we can offer on the gallery wall is I think the thing to make it feel contemporary is to not do all matching frames or all matching mats. And maybe it's not all photos. Maybe And like some, not all photos. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Maybe you have some yeah. artwork. Maybe you have some objects. But to make it feel a little more personal and a little more you, try to mix up mediums and maybe mats and frames and all of that. And frames not styles. to borrow Not to borrow from early aughts styling, but it feels like you want high-low mix. Mm. Totally. You do. You, know, you want that high-low you, mix. Also, you want a kid's forget- drawing and a, like a postcard souvenir that got beat up from going through the mail with like a piece of, you know, art that you bought at a gallery and a like professional and, photo. And a, right, a professional portrait. The other thing, don't forget about float mounts. Okay? Float mounts. Don't, don't forget. So chic. You can just do different mounting styles. You can do interesting stuff. One of my favorite things about float mounts is that it lets you like I love that seeing the fucked up edges around things or like seeing yes. where things were battered and not trying to hide that to be like, yeah, this thing has aged. This thing has like seen some shit and we want to like share, represent that. We have to get back to the framing as gifting thing because it's that, you know, doing a gallery wall, it's so smart. Like one of the things that someone shared with us is stealing stuff from someone's wedding and then sending it back to them as a wedding gift framed, whether that's place cards or matchbooks or table numbers, whatever it is. I, I'm deeply charmed by that. Deeply charmed. Also, the idea of a framed picture, a framed trinket as a thank you. Like, does anything feel more class act than that? Oh, right. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, this doesn't, this isn't a gift, but I'm like, Someone should frame the, the hospital bracelet from a baby's birth. So cute. Framebridge lets you do this thing where you can do a little envelope or an engraved plate in the back of the frame. So if there's like a little extra thing, like a little note you want to write or some quote or just a date or something, it makes it very An inside joke. Per- yes. Like a thing. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like engraving yeah. the inside of a wedding band. I have had hung in my home for 15 years maybe. And like I kind of don't even see the shitty framing anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the piece that much because of the shitty framing. All you need to do in some of those cases is switch the frame or switch the mat. Like you don't ha- like. It's what I'm gonna do. It, it, I'm gonna do that. New life. Yes. New life. New life. It feels um, like an Alison Bornstein tip. You know, it, you don't need new clothes. You, you just, just need, need a new to mat. Them differently. You just yeah, need a exactly. linen mat. Okay, we're gonna bring on Susan Tynan. Stick around until the end because we have a treat, which is that we asked our Instagram followers what the best thing they framed was, and wow, you all delivered. You really delivered. You. All so delivered. we have some uh, favorites to read at the end of this episode. Delighted. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before we bring on our guest, we just wanted to stop and take a minute to thank FrameBridge for partnering with us on this episode. We have been longtime fans and customers of theirs and have fallen even more in love with this company through this process. We had only ever been online customers and they actually have 20 stores on the East Coast and in Chicago. Eric and I went in last week, got some stuff framed ourselves, and we were both blown away by how wonderful the process is of doing this in person. If you live in close to a store, we really encourage you to go in. It's a really nice experience. And this Saturday, February 3rd, we're actually hosting an event with them at their Park Slope storefront. We will help you pick out your frames. You can see what we got framed. We are going to be framing some stuff ourselves. And exclusively for our community, FrameBridge is offering 15% off just during the event in person for those two hours. So if you can come and if you've been wanting to get stuff framed, this is the perfect excuse to do it with us Saturday, February 3rd, 11 to 1 p.m. at the Park Slope storefront, and you will get that 15% off discount if you come in person. All right, now for our guest. Welcome to Raising Good Humans. I'm Dr. Lisa Pressman. My first book, The Five Principles of Parenting, Your Essential Guide to Raising Good Humans, is out now. In this book, I wanted to quiet all the noise that's out there and distill the science into five core principles. And using those principles, you can solve absolutely any parenting challenge, giving you the confidence to raise good humans. Order now and give yourself a little bit of ease. Susan, we are so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to be here. We were just like carrying on about FrameBridge and being very yes and about all of it. But now we need your perspective as someone, you know, who knows all of the ins and outs. Can you tell us a little bit about what brought you to start FrameBridge to begin with? Yeah. So I started FrameBridge because of a personal experience I had had framing at four National Parks posters, and I brought them to a high-end local frame store. And just had a terrible experience. Guy was cranky, store was a mess, even though it was really expensive, right? It took like 35 minutes to even find out what the price would be. 
$400 each for these posters. And they took like three or four weeks to get back. The whole thing was just a bad experience. So I thought I'll just never frame anything again. And that was the conclusion. And then a couple of years later, I was I ran, I was on a trip and I saw other stuff I would like to frame. And I'm like, oh, you can't even access that whole category. I truly was like, oh, that remember that. You're like, we just don't do that anymore. I do that with things in my life where I'm like, no, we just don't do that anymore. It's like too challenging. I can't possibly. I don't like to dry clean. It's just a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Yes. I but I I do love that. By the way, I really like your perspective on that because we don't know really what happens in dry cleaning. And I think a little <laughs> of that was like, we don't know what happens in custom framing, but like it's perplexing. A couple of things perplexing. One, why the store is so ugly if you're doing it to be aesthetically beautiful. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Why it takes so long, why it's more expensive than like a technology device. Like none mm-hmm. of it really made sense. And so I, I just started obsessing about it. Asked everyone I knew, have you ever had something framed? And I got the same two comments, like universally. One, yeah, it was so expensive. It's crazy. Never doing it again. Or my partner did it and we got in a fight about it. And then two, <laughs> though, like, oh, would you frame it? And those were great stories. Getting something framed is really nice. <laughs> then people have awesome things that they want to celebrate. And so it just became very clear to me that there was an idea here. There was that getting things framed was great, but the experience of getting them framed was keeping people from doing it. Yes, yes, yes. What do what anxieties amongst the many framing anxieties that people have <laughs> did you set out to solve for? How do you solve them? Yeah, great, great point. So we I think we solved many of them. There's still some in the last mile that exist, like yes. hanging. We we have some mm-hmm. solutions for it, but there's always more to be had. We're obsessed uh, like, with the gallery wall situation. Obsessed. Yes. The yeah. hanging guide is really good because actually I'm looking at your wallpaper, even recently, my husband and I were hanging frames on wallpaper. And I was like, this is stressful, very tense Yeah, yeah. Been for 17 <laughs> years. And this is like an all time tense moment. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I do think we took a, the biggest thing we tried to take away first was the, the price opacity fear. Mm-hmm. You come in, you put down, if, if you're online, it's clear. If you're in a store, we now have 22 stores and growing. If you come into a store, you put the art down. There's a pricing grid right there. So like we're trying to relax you so you can yeah. choose a frame. And, well, and it's the same it thing. On, it's the same thing online, right? Like you start picking the stuff and it's telling you here's what it's it costs with that, that selection. Which It's so, not like you have to go to the checkout page to see that. Also, Contact- you don't invest all of your time and then say, oh my gosh, way too high. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's in that range. Feels good. So we're trying to like take away the fear of the ultimate price. We also wanted a curated selection of styles. When you go to a traditional frame store or a craft chain, it's just like an overwhelming assortment of dusty things that have nothing to do with current design trends. And so we thought, well, that's easy. We can make sure that one, you just won't go wrong. I really felt like that was like the overarching value prop is ease. Someone has to have something beautiful, delightful, high quality, but all of that falls under just like confidence and ease. And and so you can't go, like there is, I could vigorously defend every frame style we have. It has a purpose. It has a design purpose. It has an art type purpose. Someone should buy it and put it in a beautiful home. And so that we don't sell anything ugly and that we don't sell too many things. It, which yes, makes sense. It's like you don't do. go to a restaurant and see options on the menu that the chef's like, it's not for me, but I thought I'd offer it. Like you want someone to narrow it down for you. Totally. And and that's actually one of our, we have these 
experienced tenants, like things we do to make customers feel a certain way. And we don't publish them, but they're like mm-hmm. ways we work. And one of them is we're the experts. So you don't have to be. Yes. Yeah. Cause I think that's like, this is not some, even our greatest customers, right? Don't do it five times a day. You don't have to be yeah. an expert in this. Yes. We yes. got you. Yes. It's, it's like going to a good tailor in that way where you're like, yes. that person should know where your pants fall. I don't right. have to come in and know that information. And it shouldn't be like, let's just all decide on the fly. Yes. I, I think like even the, there was like a degradation in a blowout place I went to where I felt they were asking too many questions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I need you to know, you know, my hair. Yes. You can you see it. Me. You do this all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. And so we're the experts uh-huh. so you don't have to be is an important part of it. So I think we took away, you can't go wrong on design. You can't be scared of the, I don't want you to be scared of the price. We'll tell you the price up front and you can check out the prices before you come in. And then I think really making it easy. We're also trying to put the whole focus back on the, what you're framing. Mm, yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's something like that is the whole, that's the essence for why we exist. And I think there's a little bit of a, we have to like, we're enhancing what people have, but I think it's really important that we recognize like, it's actually a very special business and that people come to us with something that matters to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The way that talking to your Framebridge team about this and like sort of wrapping our heads around all that you all do it really made me start to think about the things I wanted to frame differently. And my husband and I went through like all of these photos, mementos over the weekend when he had COVID. And it was a great, <laughs> let me tell you, a great, great COVID 2024 activity. COVID mm. activity. And I we surfaced this like a score sheet, a handwritten score sheet from a bowling alley in Sister Bay Bowl in Wisconsin. It's like very classically designed in this way that I'm like, he loves bowling. This is like a thing we do when we travel. We go to random bowling alleys and so few have, you know, don't do digital bowling anymore. Of course, this is a fun thing to frame and it's fun to hang next to a watercolor and it's fun to hang next to a professional photo. And that feels like us. I love it. And I just think the opportunity to have something personal in your home. And what we tried to do is make the price attainable so yeah. that people could have things that are personal in their home. That is so wonderful. One, a couple of things. One, because now we all get the same inspiration. Mm-hmm. My these are all mm-hmm. ubiquitous. Everything is ubiquitous. So, so yes. we can look the same very easily. And this is a, a pretty straightforward way not to look exactly the same. Nothing we do is exactly the same. And I think also like the alternatives you know, I was in like a, like a discount home decor store and I saw these photos of the Pacific Northwest for yes. And I was like, those actually, they look objectively nice, but like mm-hmm. how weird to have that in your home if you have no connection to the Pacific Northwest. Yes. yes. And like how much nicer to have something that actually tells the story of your life or has some sort of sentiment. And like how much nicer, not only from like the show off home decor element, but literally to live in a space that reminds Where you're you connected of, to yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're surrounded by things that mean something to you. So the last thing I framed was sort of similar, was truly a napkin from a fondue restaurant in Paris. But it's like a fondue chain. It's not like cool. Yeah. But we just had the nicest time as a family because I had messed up the reservation time. And so in Google Translate, I had to like beg this teenager, <laughs> Parisian mm-hmm. teenager, to seat us. And like we had the nicest evening. He was nice enough to accommodate us. And we had the, which you wouldn't believe, but we had the nicest <laughs> time. And I think that is like, that's 
really what Framebridge is to me. It's even acknowledging that things are like a symbol of what's behind them. Like it's, yes. you frame the thing one, cause you think you probably objectively think, think it looks pretty, but it's, it really is the the story behind it that, that you may know, or you may tell people, but that makes it compelling. Yes. Yeah. One more question before we get to your thingies. The thing that has been a running running thread through all of this is the fact that you guys frame objects and objects with depth. I really just want Framebridge to publish a trend report. What people are framing now, what they were framing last year. Like, how are you seeing culture through the lens of the objects people are framing? Well, we're coming up on our 10th anniversary and you may very well <gasps> get your wish. Oh, thank God. Because, thank God. Because we really absolutely see we see both. We certainly see like design trends. Of course. course. We see travel trends. Mm -hmm. We Ah. truly are. Everyone's like, oh, the same tile. You went to Greece. (laughs) You got this one tile. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is the the most incredible intel. (laughs) And I know you don't need another, you know, random business model in this business, but this, but trends tracking, it, it, yeah, there's trends tracking happening naturally. So Definitely. are people published? Are you seeing the travel trends from people's photos or from the specific objects that they're framing? Both. Okay, because you guys, so I think something we haven't mentioned too is that Framebridge does will print your digital photo and frame it for you, which is an important yes. thing. And of course, that's a big part of our business. Yes. And the fun part of that one is it's such an easy gift, and so yes, you know. If you have a photo, if anyone had any one, either took a wonderful photo, had a life event this year, what a great gift and easy to like thoughtful, but easy. Mm -hmm. But it's also fun from our side of it, because truly we just see the hot, such a high volume of beautiful wedding and baby and travel. We see very cool travel. I'm always sort of blown away by that. But it's really also the travel people frame. Yeah. So like we frame so much Kilimanjaro. And you're like, that's actually such a huge epic trip for you. Yes. You see a lot of it. Amazing. Right. Because wow. also people are like, I you need see to a memorialize high percentage this. of Kilimanjaro trips. <laughs> yeah. We I see a like... high percentage of Kilimanjaro. <laughs> we see a high percentage of French laundry menus. We're like, yes. like truly, if someone has like a signature life event, and that's Amazing. really what I hope for the brand. That when a, when something awesome happens to you, yeah, that's like a, a a peak moment that this is how you choose to make it last. We heard a rumor that you perhaps participated in something that was a trending framing moment with Taylor Swift concert friendship bracelets. Yes, we we saw a lot of friendship bracelets. I did frame friendship bracelets. I also framed two Eros tour posters, one for me and one for my sister who bought the tickets. So. <laughs> I mean, see, that's perfect. The, that's, yep, that's the gift. That's perfect. The gift. Thank you, I love gift. It. So good. Okay. We mentioned that we were going to run through a bunch of things that our listeners have framed. And we mentioned that our very favorite thing that was mentioned was an IUD. And that you have framed that. That that was you I can't believe it. It must have been us because we did frame one. And there was a little bit of a clarification on our part. I think the team did clarify. We try and be like, whatever the customer wants, we do, right? But we have to keep our team safe. So there was a little bit of an interaction of like, Confirm it was unused. It was unused. So the one this, I, I don't know if it's your listener, probably was. The one we did was actually a, a doctor and we think was terrifically probably some sort of statement on women's reproductive rights and women's health choices. Usually, say 99% of framing is celebratory and positive. Mm-hmm. It is like a owning people subcategory of framing that I personally love, <laughs> which is like, 
someone <laughs> dunking on someone, literally. Oh, the photo. yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we had some guy, a customer wrote us this awesome story about it was like a rush order that he had caught a bigger fish than his brother. And so he needed a frame to replace in his brother's house while his brother was out of town, the frame on the brother's wall. Mm-hmm. Of a fish. This is really so a, long, a, fish. a long running competition <laughs> yeah. that, like, that involves that breaking into is, your brother's home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really love. Good. It's really wow. Good. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Okay. Can we hear some of your thingies? Yeah. I mean, I could go on forever, actually, because I, a few caveats. I am yes. basic, but I love everything. And, but Great. I'm an enthusiast. So I get in. So <laughs> I am really into TikTok recipes right now. An egg roll in a bowl Ooh. is a thingy of mine. Yeah. So this is high protein, fast. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is, it's being fed to me because mm-hmm. this is the moment. But every food content creator I know, but I like a woman, Brock Your Body is her feed. Okay. Egg roll in a bowl. It's basically okay. any ground meat and like coleslaw mix, soy yes. sauce, whatever. Very quick, delicious. It sounds yeah. very good. Excited. So I'm it's like wrapperless that. egg bowl, basically. Yes. Okay. Wrapperless egg bowl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, yes. that does sound delicious and easy. Yeah. And like, right. Very why are we easy. not why are we not using slaw like that? This one is kind of a sad but important one. Okay. Please. Spoonful of comfort is like soups yes. that you can order for yes. people. But they really deliver well. So if someone is convalescing or mm-hmm. bere- or in some sort of like bereavement period or just super, who knows, busy, stressed, recovering from something, they have come through for me many times. Like packaging is good. People are like, surprisingly, the soup was really high quality. You, you can choose a date. Like it's just like good. It's a thingy. I and like you often find yourself like, how do I yeah. help someone far away? Yeah, yeah. And nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. seems right. And the, at least from what I've heard from recipients, they were like, thank you. Like we didn't have to deal with you or some like unknown weird casserole. Like we could handle it privately as a family. I've heard this about Spoonful of Comfort too. And I think there's a couple things. One, soup is also the perfect thing. Like when you're maybe not hungry or like you got, you don't want to, it's not messy. It's easy. And I think a lot of people who are grieving, it's like the idea of, eating a proper meal feels hard. But I also think Spoonful of Comfort, like yeah. you said, they this is kind of their niche. And I will say that there have been times where somebody's going through something tough and I go to Gold Belly and I'm like, a cheesesteak? Does a cheesesteak feel totally appropriate for this moment? <laughs> or like a, a, a cheesecake sampler? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and the shipping times are uh, like with some of those things are sometimes harder too. Sometimes and, 10 days yeah. and you're yeah. like, is that, that's not, doesn't make any sense. We we sent a bereavement gift recently and heard back, we had sent some seasonal citrus and we had heard back that like, thank you for not sending bagels and locks. Like the, we are just like swimming in bagels and locks over right. here. And that is a delightful thing to have once or twice. But you, having locks like five meals in a row is not is not a thing. It's not a thing people want to do. Also, frozen bagels aren't good. So yeah. you either got a day also with true. them or you don't want them. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. OK, this is a January thing, but I am like a crazed promoter of athletic brewing Run wild IPA. Yes. People are so so fanatical about it. I have tried every non-alcoholic anything. And I'm like, I joke. It's not funny, but I joke. I'm like, oh, I wasn't actually going for the taste. I was going for the numbing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but I have found the taste here is so good. It tastes like a beer that if you just are like habit, like I just I cooked chili or I'm watching Mm -hmm. a game. 
or I need a transition between work and home life. That's me. It does uh-huh. the trick. Yeah. It tastes yeah. so good. And I'm like so impressed by the branding that like the branding is cool. The product is good. I, I've rebought it several times. Like I'm really into it. I agree with you on this. I was not always a beer person and I became a beer person. And I have that Pavlovian response to cracking the can, the carbonation, the like a little bit of the sweetness that like, like you said, it does kind of works. Like it gives you a little bit of that feeling where you're like, okay, now my day is over. And in a way that the other non-alcoholic things just kind of taste like soda to me or like kind of is tricking my brain. Yeah. I think the day part thing is right. Yeah. Yeah. If it tastes like a sparkling water, it it doesn't have that like I can relax on the couch now. Yeah, that's right. Okay, this is a relax on the couch segue. Pamela mm-hmm. Casa, do you know them? They're ceramic. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Yeah. Gorgeous yeah. ones. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, totally beautiful. Yes. I, a couple of years ago, asked for them for Christmas. My husband saw the price and was like, this must be a set of eight. And it was a single mug. So it became <laughs> like a joke. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it is like my coffee mug. And then I have subsequently bought more in different colors. And... I really think it is just like the I'm I am a believer that happiness is kind of just stacked up little happy rituals. And I love this. I like I love these mucks. I feel like they have been like transformational in my wake up coffee routine. Little treats and pretty yeah. packages. That's yeah. like how we yes. make it through life. Little treats and pretty packages. Yeah. I do think I, a special my, mug is so important. You have to have a good mug. Oh, do you feel though they have to match? No, I don't feel that way. But I do I, I love. I kind of do. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. I think it can be really cute, but it has to be like purposefully right. eclectic. We have mugs from like jobs we worked in mm-hmm. 20 years ago. And that's like, I don't love. You don't know if you need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I need to I need to move over into, I don't know, a new. Yeah. Well, that's why I only use my Pamela Casa ones. Right. Yeah, that well, feels but, right. Presumably, that feels right. do you have them in different colors? I do have yeah. So that's so that's like a yeah, yeah contained. But that's sort of like that's a collection. That would be actually like the framing (laughs) advice we gave you, like the one color, like they're the same pattern but different colors. That would be how we would say like doing a like a gathered gallery wall with some through line. Yes. Um, Speaking of Framebridge, Marrakesh is a frame style. Marrakesh is a rounded light burl wood. It is my go-to. It's a thingy for me. Okay. The last two things I framed. That napkin I mentioned, and then also I just framed a piece of abstract art from a fleet market. Both of them I framed using this frame. It's it's, it's so what good. I love about Framebridge. It's both utility could go with absolutely anything in almost any home, but also it's really stylish. It's rounded, light burl wood. You couldn't find it anywhere else, and so it's both can't go wrong, but also some style. The yeah. rounding is a revelation. I'm looking at it right now. It's yes. really pretty. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yes. do this. Thank very you. This pretty. is a very hot tip. It's really, really beautiful. And it looks not like, like, well, I think this is just that top seller, of course, Mercer, like mm-hmm. Mercer Slim, skinny black, looks great, looks neat on most things, top seller. But that also like, you blur your eyes and you're like, the quality is not Ikea, but it doesn't, you don't get it doesn't read as special in the yeah. same way. Yes. And yeah. so I think yeah. Marrakesh yeah. is a, is a, is a thingy for that reason. It is. It's unexpected. And we were just talking before you got on too about how nice it is to mix up frame styles within your home, especially on a gallery wall. And something like this is a perfect thing where you're like, it just feels a little bit different. It's not scary. It's not like so daring or something, but it just looks a little unique. We meet people where they are, but we also like to 
give them a little bit of excitement. Yes. Uh-huh. Super um, uh-huh. Okay. My last thingy, although I could go on forever, I really do believe people should that birthday celebrations are your own doing. You are responsible for your own birthday happiness. I wow. This Tell us more. My, yeah. Yeah. This so is a good topic. In my twenties. Yeah. I can even imagine, like I imagine like sitting somewhere at the office and I was like, but it's my birthday. And I realized like, you know, or the whole day would go by and you'd be like, was someone going to buy me a cupcake? No. So I always remembered being like, a little bit aggrieved. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. how silly you got to take control of it. And then I decided this is very important for my kids to see. So my girls were little and my husband was traveling for work. It was my birthday. And I came home and I was like, oh, I'm not getting a cake. And I'm like, I don't want them to see that I'm not getting a cake. So I like quickly saw that I could order myself a full milk bar, like within the hour, which I did. And it was awesome. But like, I was like, oh, that's really important. But it was part of like a theme for them of like, you're responsible for your celebration. Now, my cake of choice, though, is Caroline's Cakes. I don't know if you've ever had one. No, it's the best no. cake that ever exists. Seven layer cake, ships frozen, Southern chocolate is of all desserts in the world, my number one dessert. Wow. You can ship it to yourself. I so, am super into this take, Susan. I think it's right about celebrating yeah. yourself. I, I be, like one, plan your day. What it's else yours. have you done? What else have yeah. you done to like, to, to give yourself the birthdays you want? No, I think it's just like morning tonight, be like, yeah. whether it's an exercise class you want to go to, uh-huh. whether it's stopping for the scone you like, whatever yeah. it is, like you have to like protect your day. Because your yep. day will, con- like the older you get, people, except for the signature birthdays, mm-hmm. people are just not going to do it. And even the signature birthdays you should take charge of. Yes. Like, yeah, I really I think just right. think like you're setting yourself up for disappointment, even if someone tries really hard who loves you on the other side, unless I, you you're also, including probably even choosing your own gifts or buying your own gifts. Yeah. Love I this. think so. Birthdays are a notoriously loaded thing for adults. And I think the reason is because when you're little, your parents, if, if you're lucky, if you're fortunate, your parents pull out all the stops and give you these days that feel so magical. And then, of course, that's never going to happen into adulthood. And it's always kind of tragic when it doesn't. And so I do really like the idea of setting that example for your kids where you're like, you you do it a little bit yourself. You decide what makes you happy. And it's like, in general, just a, a lar- as a larger life philosophy, it's really good. Like you're kind of responsible for your own happiness in life and on your birthday. You're responsible for your own happiness, but not in like, a, I feel like that's often so correlated with like, I, individualism or, or, or like, yeah, oh yeah 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 like, yeah uh, life's unfair yes yeah. yes yes I yes, yes mean yes. like you're responsible for your own happiness so like do put it some energy into it yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. don't Treat wait around for someone that. else yeah these are excellent thingies thank you i my thingy is the things that all of our listeners contributed to the question of what is the best thing you've ever framed so we need to go through some of them right now because they were really good okay Notes and drawings from a kid learning to write. And then the person it's wrote like, you know, wrote out from me to you, but you is spelled Y-U, which my child is in this phase right now where he's just learning to write and spell and doing it all phonetically. And it is wildly charming. Gosh. Okay. (laughs) This one rivals IUDs for me. Not mine, but isn't Jax's white cable knit sweater framed in the Bravo Clubhouse? (laughs) RWI. Jax, Jax Taylor is a Vanderpump Rules character who's... I know who Okay, Jax okay. <laughs> For those who don't, 
Jax was fired slash quit unclear a couple seasons ago in advance of Scandaval. So he wasn't He's even no longer with us. He's but no longer with us. Early on in Vanderpump Rules, Jax wore a white cable knit chunky cardigan, I think with nothing underneath. It was so out of Why place. would he wear something underneath? That would, why? Why would he? He wore it to Stas, his then girlfriend Stasi's birthday party. To relate it back, Susan, to what you were talking about, Stasi takes her birthdays very seriously and Interesting. is responsible for her own birthday party. She plans big ones, yeah. and he got in a fight with her new guy, and it got torn. So I looked up the clip of this of this framed sweater in the clubhouse, and what's perfect about it, and perfectly Framebridge true in its too in its way, is that in the fist fight that Jax got in wearing this in the parking lot, <laughs> one of the Pockets got torn because, of course, it has little patch pockets in front, this chunky white cable knit cardigan with a shawl collar. And so in the framed version of this sweater, one of the pockets is just like askew and hanging on by a thread. It's so beautiful. I love the idea that this is framed like in the same way that a Jimi Hendrix outfit would be framed at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, like this like cultural, we must preserve this and keep it in its top form. We cannot let anything happen to this great moment in our our history. Great moment in history. Oh my God. Great Um, moment in history. Did you have some favorites from this list? I did. People were framing scarves in general, my grandma's scarves, Hermes scarves, which was like, right. These like these are beautiful things. We frame a lot of scarves. Yeah. Like are like tapestries, essentially, but, you know, smaller. Well, it's also one Um, of those things like if your mom wore them and you feel like scarves are not your style, but you don't want to get rid of them. It's, you know, they're beautiful pieces of art. This one was darling. My husband was a Fisher Price toy model as a toddler. I found a box on eBay that featured him at three years old, tossed the 30 year old toy, cut up the box into flat pieces and had it framed. It's hanging in our baby's room. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Incredibly sweet. Uh, You've got mail DVD signed by Nora. How good. How good. Fortune cookie fortunes I collected for 10 years. I love these like collections. Someone also said golf course pencils that she framed for her husband for Father's Day. Like these collections of little things just feel so special. I love Um, they frame a lot of golf flags. mm, That feels right. mm -hmm, Uh mm Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Handwritten recipes from three of my family members who have passed away hangs in the kitchen. I really liked this. The Rand McNally map that my family used for road trips when we moved to California when I was six. I have such a strong memory of all the triple A maps that my parents would store in the doors of their cars. (laughs) But what am I what am I ever going to do with those? Okay, one more. Well, two more, actually, that we have to read from an incredibly long and wonderful list. Leaves from the trees my parents planted when my sibling and I were born, which is just like, yeah, exactly. How do you memorialize this thing that can't isn't obviously isn't obviously presenting a way to be memorialized. And then this one, I swear we didn't write this one ourselves, but we just have to read it verbatim. My dad gave a beautiful speech at our wedding and included a great quote about love that he had read in the book on the plane ride to the wedding and scrawled it on a scrap piece of paper. The quote was, love isn't a thing after all, but an endless series of single acts. One of my best friends found the scrap paper quote on the ground at the end of the wedding and saved it for me. That shit went straight to Framebridge and it's a total prized possession. And we were like, wow, you wouldn't even know. (laughs) So nice. We do know that everything coming in matters a lot. But my gosh, that's so nice. Yes. So nice, right? You know, the thing about our business that has been, there are a lot of things that have been hard. But the thing that is so consistently nice is that we really do see goodness in people. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of 
you see joy and goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And wow. thoughtfulness and reflection. Yeah. I wow. I just love all of this. This has been so delightful. I wanted to remind people before we go that we are hosting a framing hang at the Framebridge Park Slope store this Saturday, February 3rd from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You will see the stuff we framed. We want to see what you're getting framed. Do you want to help you we'll pick help stuff you out? Yeah, we'll help you pick stuff yeah. out. Also, it's like, I mean, there are genuine really experts excited. there, but, yeah. but we want to be the ones to be like, oh, that looks so good. We have thoughts. <laughs> we, we love to help shop. Right. If you are not local and can't join us for the event, Framebridge has 20 stores in the U.S. now and growing. Yes, you're opening 22 and growing. Tw- yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. and growing. Oh, my okay, gosh. Okay, 22 and growing. The store experience, if you can do it, is great. Susan, this was so delightful. Thank you so much to Framebridge for sponsoring today's episode. This was very fun. Thank you so much. <sighs> Love it. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially our wonderful producer, Olivia Mead. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. If you have ideas for the show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com. And if you love our show, you'll also want to join our Geneva. Lots of good chatter happening there. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.